Hey everybody, welcome to ARE Live. I'm Mark Deere, the founder of Black Spectacles, and today I'm with Charlie Kletcha, the president of the AIS, and now just about licensed architect. Um, you guys may remember that uh, Charlie took all seven exams in seven days. About uh, He did that about three weeks ago. So today we're going to find out uh, what the results are, um, how we prepared for all those exams, and, uh, and we'll circle back and figure out what's going on with the past scholarship program. Um, but first, I think I saw some new um, body uh, art uh, mm. maybe on Facebook that you have. Can you uh, tell me, enlighten me a little bit? So this, is, this was my, uh, my celebration um, down in New Orleans when I got the results at the NCARB annual meeting. Uh, I had actually promised all along that I was uh, going to get an AIS tattoo. I promised that during my initial campaign. So that's uh, the AIS logo there with the compass and 58 for the 58th president. Uh, and then I also added these uh, these two playing cards added onto an existing tattoo, or the seven and seven, to commemorate my crazy, crazy ARE stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, so tell me. So, so what happened? How did it go? Uh, it, it was an an overwhelming and unexpected success. Uh, I passed all seven exams on the first go. Um, it was uh, quite a surprise. Uh, I was uh, confident that I would pass. Four and hopeful for five. Uh, so, so opening it up and seeing all seven was uh, quite a shock, but uh, a very pleasant one. So, um, for folks who maybe don't quite know, um, so you've passed all seven of the exams. Are you a licensed architect now? I am not, uh, because uh, Michigan and many other areas now participate in uh, early eligibility. I was able to start testing before I've completed IEP, um, and actually, I am only a small percentage of the way into my IDP uh, and, and none of it has actually come from working in a firm. So I have about two to two and a half years of uh, work in setting A in an architecture firm yet before I'm actually licensed, uh, which I am more than happy with. <laughs> I think I've got the hard part out of the way, so I'm, uh, I have no problem getting to work. Yeah, and so um, being the president of the AIS and a, and a newly um, uh, almost licensed architect. Have you had any luck uh, finding uh, finding a, a place to work? I, I have. I actually just accepted a position with uh, Quinn Evans Architects. Uh, they have their major offices are uh, D.C. and Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, but they have a, a satellite studio in Detroit, um, which is currently uh, moving to a new location, conveniently a block away from where I live. Yeah. Um, They'll actually share that that building with uh, AIA Michigan and Lawrence Technical Lawrence Technological University's downtown studio. Okay. Um, and they're they're looking to expand that office. They they have a specialty in historic preservation and adaptive reuse. So with all the existing building stock in in Detroit, uh, they have a big opportunity to uh, to make a, a real impact. So I'm excited to be joining that team. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but you have to, so you have to tell me. I mean, tell me the story of you. Getting, I mean, what did you get? All, all seven of the, the like, uh, you know, the, the notices, like on the same day or something, and like, tell, like, tell me that story, right. like so getting all. Of them. I, I actually expected, because uh, from what I'd heard, you get a, a notice saying your results are in for this exam. Go to your, you know, log into my NCARB and check the results. Um, so actually, I, I saw at some point um, that I had an email waiting from NCARB. I, I thankfully took a vacation right after the exam so that I wouldn't be stressing out about the results coming in. Um, but the first part of that week I saw I had an email from NCARB and, and just didn't even look at it. Um, but it was just the one and that kind of worried me. Um, so then 
down in New Orleans at NCARB annual meeting, uh, we did this kind of grand reveal at our, our table in the kind of resource area. Um, and I just went straight to my NCARB and uh, opened the my examination page. And sure enough, right there, just listed seven passes in a row. I was, I couldn't, I thought I was reading it wrong at first when I looked at it. Um, I eventually did look back at my email, and the email I did get was, congratulations, you've completed the ARE. Wow. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't read the subject line. <laughs> I ignored it, because uh, it would have spoiled the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so awesome. I can't even imagine uh, getting all, I mean, what was it like, uh, I mean, what was it like that week? Did you, I mean, you, you, what, you took them at 9 o'clock every, every day for seven days straight, or what? They, they were actually, uh, I scheduled most of them close to midday because um, they were uh, a little ways away from where I live in Detroit. Um, so I, I had a bit of a commute and I wanted to make sure I had time to get up, eat a good breakfast, um, you know, do a little bit of kind of last minute review, flipping through some things and, uh, and get out there plenty early. Um, so yeah, they were generally 11.30 or noon uh, and it was a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, had a weekend off to kind of recalibrate and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm. Uh, and then what? Friday I had my job interviews, and uh, and Saturday I was off to Mexico. So Are you serious? <laughs> it was a very, it was a very so you took your last exam on Thursday. You had an interview on Friday. You went yeah. on vacation. You had two interviews on Friday. <laughs> That's awesome. It was a busy week. Man, Mexico be, felt great. It was, you're gonna it was, be so I, bored when you get you actually start practicing. <laughs> I know. I hear that a lot. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my all my free time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you have a you have a background in in radio morning shows, so there we go. You got a future there. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I guess the thing I'm wondering is um, which exams, like what order did you take the exams in and why? Um, so I did a little bit of research, kind of just poked around some, some blogs and, uh, and asked a few people for, for recommendations. Uh, what I ended up doing was building systems, building design and construction systems, and structural systems the first week, and then uh, construction docs. Uh, programming, planning, and practice, site planning and design, and schematic design the second week. Um, most of the references I'd seen and, and people I talked to said put schematic design last, um, which was, was fine. Um, and then uh, there are certain ones that kind of cluster together well, so I heard a lot that, that CDS, PPP, and SPD had some, some, uh, some overlap. And then um, building systems and BDCS seemed like it made sense to kind of cluster those together. Um, so both in terms of kind of the duration of the exam and um, kind of my comfort level with the exams based on uh, kind of practice tests I was taking, yeah. it was a nice kind of uh, sort of up and down. It wasn't like all of the hard ones at once or all of the long ones at once. Uh, it was just kind of a, a breakdown of how comfortable I felt with them and, uh, and how, how stressed I thought I would feel afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, so tell me a little bit about how you prepared and how, you know, what resources and how, mostly how you, just sort of how you went about preparing for, uh, I mean, because it's a pretty, un, uh, I think for most people it's a pretty unusual undertaking to take all seven. Um, I mean, it's super awesome that, uh, that you passed all seven of them because I think now uh, you lend a lot of credibility to this approach. And so people are going to want to know, all right, well, you did it. So how did you do it? What, you know, how did you go about studying? Right. So uh, it was really, uh, as part of this campaign and just for love of the number seven, um, yeah. I, I really started studying seven weeks out from my first exam. Um, and this is all kind of documented in, at uh, AIS.org slash seven in seven, seven, I-N-7. Okay, uh, we'll add that to the show notes too yeah. so people can check it out. 
Um, so I did weekly uh, videos and blogs kind of talking about the steps in the process. Um, the first thing was obviously for me just familiarizing myself with the exams themselves, the, the process, the content that would be covered. So that kind of went straight to NCARB. Um, I had to do that to schedule the exams anyway, but then read the, the ARE guidelines and then they have specific um, exam guides per division uh, that break out kind of the percentage of the test that's on each of the content areas. Um, and then from there really just started with the, the kind of well-known uh, resources um, and kind of worked my way through those pretty quickly. Um, I knew given the, the time constraint I was under and the fact that I was studying for all seven, um, it was not likely that I was going to have much success trying to read cover to cover and retain any of it. Right. Um, so I pretty quickly started looking for other resources that were maybe a little more well suited to my, my style of, mm -hmm. of study and again the, the constraints I was under. I'm, yeah. I tend to be kind of a slow reader so I was looking for more things like videos and audio and um, practice exams. I like to kind of learn the way I'm going to be tested. Right. Um, so use that as a starting point looked into several of them. Uh, thankfully, because this was kind of a, a public campaign of the, of the AIS, uh, many of the, the test prep providers were uh, generous enough to, to provide those materials for, for evaluation and use. And then the other one I, I used quite a bit. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's uh, the AIA ARE prep video series powered by Black Spectacles. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not, I might have heard it. Um, I use those quite a bit. Again, thankfully, uh, since I'm in the same building as the AIA, when they heard about uh, what I was doing, we, we started a conversation and um, they asked me if I would kind of start evaluating those ahead of time. Um, obviously, they, they already kind of existed within Black Specs, so I was aware of them before. Right. Um, and uh, I, I watched every single one at least once. Um, something I, I enjoyed quite a bit about those was the fact that they're broken down so well by, by topic area. So again, in looking at the kind of the proportions of content area that are covered in the exams, you can really kind of target what you know you need to study the most, the areas you think you're weak in. Um, and Mike Newman was was my pro practice professor in grad school, uh, so it was a little bit strange. I was having a little bit of a like flashback to grad school moment, but uh, but also just uh, he has a a real knack for delivering that content in a way that's not dry and boring, and it doesn't feel like you're just being lectured to. He has good examples and speaks in a very uh, kind of comprehensible way. So, so yeah, let me ask you, um, so I mean um, a lot of folks they'll, they'll just sort of you know they'll, they'll give themselves two weeks or a month and they'll focus on one exam but you actually kind of jammed them all together in seven weeks mm -hmm. and uh, I wonder if you found that there was any sort of advantage uh, of studying for all seven simult basically simultaneously. I assume, I mean, is that how you did it? Or did you instead sort of focus on one exam in week one, a different exam in week two? Like, what was your approach? Um, initially, it was kind of broken, I, you know, seven days a week, and I got seven exams. So um, to a certain extent early on, uh, I, I tried to do kind of an, a different exam per day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a, a great deal of overlap, especially between certain exams. Um, so. I realized that that wasn't necessarily um, helping as much as I thought it would, and and also because I'm working a full-time job during the day, during the week, I had a lot more time on the weekends to put toward it. So then it just kind of became, okay, this day is practice exams. This day I'm going to read these two study guides, or, or you know, um, so it kind of got broken up a little more ad hoc than that. But it was, yeah, it was pretty much just an all-out. Yeah. All out rush trying to get through everything I could, and, yeah. and there was some multitasking involved. There were a lot of times I had 
the uh, the black specs videos up on one screen and was you know working on the practice vignettes on another screen, like doing something that I know I can still pay attention to what's going on here, but right. not also not giving myself the answers to a practice exam while I'm taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's interesting. I wonder. Um, um, you know, a lot of people get kind of freaked out by, you know, the prospect of taking an exam. And in a way, it's kind of audacious that you would, you know, kind of take all seven, you know, um, sort of in one shot. Um, so I wonder, what was, you know, what was your, like, mentality? I mean, obviously, so you were lucky, and we'll just say it out loud, right? Like, the AIS paid, I think, maybe, for you to take all seven of the exams. So it wasn't your cash, maybe that was on the line, whereas other, for other folks, okay, maybe it, was, maybe it is their own cash. That's on the line, so maybe that takes some pressure off of you. But even just sort of the money thing aside, um, I mean, you were still facing the prospect of failing all seven exams one time. You've only got three times to take them, right? right. Um, so, I mean, what was your mentality uh, with regard to that? Um, yeah, it was it was still very daunting. It, this this whole campaign, uh, to a certain extent, kind of started as a joke between uh, Nick Surface, our, our executive director, and myself. Uh, and and gradually, the more people we talked to about it, the more the more real it got, and the more we were kind of committed to it. And there were definitely a couple points where I was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this. This is a lot of pressure. Um, but but yeah, it, you're right. It's having having the exams paid for, um, and hopefully, if you're in a firm, um, they do the same. I actually found out that Quinn Evans, where I'm about to start working, pays for the exams, so I could have could have delayed a little bit and done the same thing, but. Uh, Likewise, having having all those resources at my disposal, that still doesn't change the fact that you have to put in the hours. Um, you know, that's if there's one uh, valid justification for you know not doing what I did, I would say it's that it's the 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 cost of the resources involved. But um, either way, you really have to want it. You have to be willing to uh, kind of sacrifice parts of your life that you might otherwise enjoy. I had. Absolutely zero social life for those seven weeks. Um, my wife is, you know, a thousand miles away in Michigan, so um, <clears throat> I had very few distractions. It was easy to, you know, go home on the weekend and just hunker down. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, there's no easy there, there's no shortcut. There's no easy way. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me since since these results came out, like, what was your trick? What was the what was the secret to doing it? And I was like, I study hard a lot. <laughs> That's about it. There's <laughs> no magic to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so maybe the last thing about this effort. Uh, so, I mean, you've done it. You got through them all. You passed them all. So what do you think? So what do you think about what you did? And, and what would you tell people who are, are watching and listening um, about what you did and your approach? Um, I, I think I, I would certainly understand anyone who was... Uh, trepidatious to take on the seven exams at once thing, but I would certainly say, uh, at the very least, getting started, that even just walking out of that first exam was such a relief. Just knowing, um, even simple things like what it felt like to walk into the test center and, you know, hand over your ID and, and get, um, you know, wanded with the metal detector and get your pockets turned out and all, just getting used to that, the, the actual physical going into the test center and sitting down, yeah. what that space is like, what the room is like. Um, <clears throat> but knowing kind of how that test feels in real life, even though I was testing with NCARB's practice vignette software and the, the uh, AEP practice exams, it's not really the real thing. So getting through that first test is such a mental kind of switch. Um, it, it makes it 
so much less unknown and scary and distant. Um, so I would definitely say at least take the first exam. Um, other observations, I, I would say, and I've, I've told people at NCARB this too, um, there have definitely been some things that I think were lost in the shift away from it always being all at once. Um, <clears throat> in my experience, from what I've heard, um, back when it was only offered in June and it was four straight days, um, there was, you know, everybody was studying together. If you were in an office, you knew all of the interns leading up to June yeah. were all going to be studying. You know, the, the workload on the interns would drop significantly leading up to that because it was all studying together. Um, it can now be a very lonely road. Uh, if you're not proactive about seeking out a group to study with, if that's something that's important to you, yeah. uh, it, it, it can be pretty, pretty isolating. Um, <clears throat> for me, again, because I was studying very fast and, and um, you know, knew the constraints I was under, I, I didn't mind kind of just hunkering down and being kind of solitary about it, but yeah. that can be a significant factor in how you're, how you're actually studying and the mentality going into it. Huh, that's interesting. Um, huh. Yeah, that actually makes me think maybe we could, uh, we could work to, um, to develop some sort of study group mechanism or something yeah. um, with what mm -hmm. we're doing. And there are a lot of resources. I mean, AIA components are great about um, yeah. study groups. A lot of bigger firms have kind of committees or, or, or groups for the uh, you know young professionals to kind of get together yeah. and work on that stuff. But yeah. it's still not you know it's you're probably not testing all at the same time, so it's not quite the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, around. that's interesting. I wonder if there's some way uh, that we could collaborate <laughs> with the components to uh, to develop some sort of a rhythm. Um, almost in the entire profession where everyone's sort of studying for similar exams. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, telling me or telling us uh, really sort of your story. And I think it's super inspiring. And I love the approach personally um, because you just really kind of get this kind of mean, you know, kind of pain in the butt kind of out of the way. And now you can look forward um, and you've kind of gotten past it, which I think is so, uh, so awesome. So congrats to you and, uh, and, and good, good work. Um, uh, uh, and so let's talk a little bit about the past scholarship. I believe the Indiegogo campaign that you had started um, has ended. And so can you talk a little bit about where that scholarship is right now and for folks mm -hmm. who still want to maybe, um, you know, contribute to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so the Indiegogo campaign was really just the, the kind of launch of that. Um, those are limited to 60 days, and I, I wanted that to really open the same time that I started the, the seven-week study period. Um, <clears throat> so it actually closed uh, just a couple days after I took my last exam. Um, <clears throat> so in the meanwhile, we've, we've built a, a permanent dedicated page on our website, same address, AIS.org slash pass, um, but now those, uh, it, it basically just doesn't go through Indiegogo anymore. It's pretty much the same information in the same video. Um, it's actually better for us because Indiegogo is not collecting fees on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then oh, tell me about your plans for actually uh, for, for launching this thing and what the time frame is. Yeah. So this fall, um, we will launch uh, a page on the website for uh, recent graduates of the AIS to submit applications. Uh, there will be a <clears throat> probably a brief essay or something just because we graduate about a thousand students a year. We're not sure how much response there'll be, how much interest there'll be. So we need to have some sort of objective or subjective criteria to to uh, select uh, the scholars based on. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, beginning in the fall, um, the way it'll work is uh, 
uh, applications will have to include a, a, a record of having passed an exam. Um, so it's kind of it's a reimbursement. Okay. Uh, but if you are you know if you submit that pass as part of your um, application and and have uh, kind of submitted the the other information and in the the little narrative, yep. uh, you basically get reimbursed by check from the IAS. Uh, the hope is for this to be an ongoing thing to continue accepting both donations and applications and, and just again because it's rolling people test all year round yeah. um, that we can just continue to to move this forward um, like I said the the financial aspect is in many ways the the most uh, justifiable excuse not to test so sure the hope of, of kind of the the informational side of this campaign was to to offset these sort of intellectual yeah, barrier. barriers, but yeah. the, the scholarship itself is, is intended to, to offset the financial ones. Okay, and so if folks want to, uh, if they want to apply for this scholarship, um, what's the website that they'll go to to, uh, to apply? Um, <clears throat> that'll eventually be at the same AIS.org slash pass. It's, we're actually in the process of redeveloping our website. Um, that'll launch in July. Okay. So I imagine at that point, so either late July, early August, um, that same page will have options for both uh, donations and applications. Okay, so we'll put that link uh, in our show notes so that folks can um, can uh, can pay attention to that. And uh, is there a, is there a newsletter? Or is there an email uh, list they may want to get on um, so that they can kind of be advised when that thing gets gets launched? Yeah, absolutely. There's um, <clears throat> our newsletter goes out uh, goes out to all our members, but you can ask to be added to that list. Okay, um, you can do that just by. Uh, submitting an, an email to crit, C-R-I-T at A-I-S dot org. Okay, awesome. And then, of course, you can follow uh, A-I-S dot org on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure you guys will be posting everything that's, that's coming through there. So, Okay, great. Well, um, first of all, like I said, congratulations <laughs> on uh, on passing all seven. Um, I look forward to, was it you're two and a half years away now from, uh, mm -hmm. from actually being a, an official licensed architect, pretty much? Counting down. Yep. All right, good. Well, I'm sure you're probably going to like work 90 hours a week, so that will probably <laughs> just be an hour, or I'm sorry, uh, you know, one and a half years uh, mm -hmm. for you to get uh, officially licensed. Have it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I look forward to it, and uh, and congrats also for uh, the development of the past scholarship. Um, I think it's a really exciting thing, and as you say, it's a great way to kind of uh, make uh, the the financial side of taking the exam uh, not an excuse any longer. So. Uh, so thank you very much, Charlie. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in. And um, if you'd like to attend our next ARE Live broadcast, visit yep. blackspectacles.com slash podcast to register to attend. ARE Live is, uh, is now a podcast, and a, um, uh, which you can subscribe to on iTunes and Stitcher. It's also a, uh, a YouTube uh, 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 show, I guess you could say, that we're, that we're running as well. So you can consume it however you want. Um, and if you want to learn more about the AIA ARE prep curriculum that Charlie talked about, go to blackspectacles.com. Um, and and we'll, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And for those of you who want to get busy preparing for the ARE, if you're already an AIA member, um, you can visit aia.org slash ARE prep to get a 15% discount for the entire duration of your AIA ARE prep membership. And finally, please hop over to iTunes right now and rate our podcast to let us know what you think and share any suggestions you may have. I promise we'll read every word that you write and use them to tune our next episodes. So thanks for listening.